If you're a senior executive looking to transition to boards, check out our Fast Start Guide to Board Success. In this short guide, we'll answer all of your questions about landing a paid board role and we'll share some of the rookie errors executives make when trying to climb the board ladder. Jump on our website, boardcoachinginstitute.com.au or click on the link in the show notes to access your free copy today. If you're looking for board success, let us show you how. Hello and welcome to Insider Insights, where you get to meet non-executive directors and go inside their boardrooms. Today we're joined by Sandra Dodds, who will give her unique perspective of board life and offer up some hints and tips to help you to succeed too. Sandra Dodds has recently made the jump from CEO in her executive career to professional full-time non-executive director. She's currently serving on the boards of Snowy Hydro, which is a government business enterprise, and a think tank, Infrastructure Partners. And behind the scenes, it's busy building her portfolio. So join me now and let's hear from our insider, Sandra. Welcome, Sandra. Great to have you here. Thanks, Sally. Thanks for the opportunity to catch up. So first of all, start by telling us a bit about yourself. What boards are you on? What are you doing right now in your non-executive director career? Well, I've just I've transitioned in the last basically 18 months from being a CEO of a quite a large corporate operating across Australia and New Zealand to becoming a professional non-executive director. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be on the board of Snowy Hydro and also on the board of Infrastructure Partnerships Australia. And I've got a number of other irons in the fire right now. So you'll just have to watch the space to see what that means. Uh, But it's, yeah, it's a very exciting time really to be transitioning from that full-time executive to a non-executive director. So um, let's go back to your board break. So for you, what was the big board break? Either your first role or your most significant role? What was your board break and how did it come about? My first real big board break was really Snow Hydro. And it's really quite interesting because it actually I got a phone call from somebody I had never heard from. I'd been told to um, go out and and network, etc. And I got this phone call and it actually came from a recommendation from one of my colleagues um, from Broad Spectrum. So it's just you never know when that opportunity is going to come. And because it was a GBE, um, I had an interview, etc. And they actually couldn't tell me what, what the board was until it had gone through a process. So I had to really get my head around the concept. I was happy to go onto a GBE and just see where it led to from there. But it's been a fantastic opportunity. And what do you love about GBE? A GBE, is, as you may or may not know, it means it's owned by um, the government. So the government is the sole shareholder. There's, there's about, I think, five or six. So there's Snowy Hydro, Australian Post, um, NBN, etc., um, and for me, it's it's just the fact that we're, I'm involved in uh, making sure that we're generating power, keeping the lights on within Australia. And also, Snowy took 70 years to build, and it's quite a phenomenal asset to Australia. And now being involved in Snowy 2, which is uh, building basically... Um, a battery system we've got an underground power station and we're using renewable totally renewable energy to generate electricity for the future so that's just fantastic opportunity well that sounds really exciting but it's not all highs is it working on a board what are some of the challenges for non-executive directors 
I, I think the first the first challenge is as a particularly as a new non-executive director is actually really understanding the business and understanding the key drivers so that you can actually um, assist and look at the strategy and understand uh, what the business is about and the decisions that management are making, what impact that's actually going to have. And that's not actually easy because most businesses are quite complex. Yeah. And it's as well as that, you need to understand why decisions were made in the past. As I say to people, no decision in the past has ever been made for the wrong reason. It's always been made for the right reason. And as a board member, you're coming up to speed with the uh, dynamics of your board, the dynamics of the business, and making sure that when you are um, talking in the boardroom and, and influencing what, what may or may not happen, that you understand what the impact of that may be to the, to the business at hand. So it's actually, there's so many stakeholders, there's, there's so much complexity, it is really challenging, but at the same time, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it can be unnerving as a new director because when you're in your executive role, you knew what was going on. You, you could make those decisions. You no longer can make those decisions. You have to influence. I was going to say it'd be interesting, having sat on both sides of the fence, having been a CEO and now on a board, mm. what, what do you think are the differences? What, what do people... So if you think about someone who's C-suite right now going into their first board role, what really are the big changes moving from that corporate executive world into that board role um there's several things first of all you're not that you no longer are involved in the day-to-day -day. so you need to be really mindful as a as a ned that you're not trying to get into the management of the business you actually need to step back and that can be quite challenging and in line with that as well you no longer have control as in direct control so everything is around influence and also around you don't want to get into groupthink as a board member but at the same time you need to there needs to be alignment amongst the board otherwise that's a nightmare for management so yeah they're really the key things from my perspective of getting your head around that and you have to ask different questions. The questioning is quite different. Yeah, and moving from that operational level into that strategic level, so much higher vibration that you're thinking about. And yeah. it's really easy to slip into the operational, isn't it? When you've been corporate all your life, when you, yeah. when you know how that department interacts with that department or the effect of that, mm. that um, chain, it's really easy to jump in and say, well, how is that department managing? But you've got to stay high, right? You've got to assume that the people in the business know what they're doing and they're doing it well. Mm. And that's your challenge because you actually need to make sure you can't just assume. So you've got to ask the right questions to give you comfort that the governance and the processes, et cetera, are in place to give you comfort that the information you're given. But you do need to trust your management. So that comes about understanding the culture of Understanding the relationship between management and the board, etc. Yeah. And, and from my perspective, a piece, you know, I took three months out or nearly six months out actually where I travelled and actually took a break from the executive role to the NED. And I think that was invaluable because you've got to get your head into a different space. So it's like a hard stop. And you really do, yeah. 
You yeah. really do need to get your head around the fact that this is a different environment. And I actually realized that I actually enjoy the variety of different organizations and not necessarily getting bound up in the day to day. I was ready for the change. I think I was yeah. exhausted from my previous role. I don't know. <laughs> so what advice would you give to somebody who's looking for their first role or, or maybe not even that far down yet? Maybe they're just toying with the idea of perhaps one day being on a board. What advice would you give for those? Um, a, a few things. Firstly, this is a job. And it's actually a lot of work and there's a lot of stuff, as you say, it, there's a lot of reading, there's a lot of, there's a lot of homework to be, to be done and you're playing a longer game because, as I said, you can't actually make the decision. So get your, I think people that say, I want to retire and I, I want to be a director, it's not a retirement. Those yeah. days are well and truly gone. This is, a, this is a real job. I think the other thing is it's, you're starting again and it's quite a different environment to going to looking for a position as a CEO or a COO or, or an executive role. You, you now, it is about who you know. It is about relationships. It is about sometimes the luck of the draw. You, you get used to um, say, potentially not getting the board position that you want, but actually, the, and the challenge, the real challenge is, in the beginning, when do you take the board role? And and sometimes you think, oh, I'm not doing anything. I need to take this role. But if you actually listen to your head and not your heart, you shouldn't take that role. And that's quite very, very challenging because you're thinking, well, I'm not getting anywhere. And you need to allow time. I keep getting told it will take you 18 months to two years. I'm really starting to see the movement now. People are starting to know who I am and where I am. And there's other opportunities coming. And so you learn a lot about humility, about picking yourself up and somebody saying, no, you know, you get down to the last two and you might not get the role. That's not you personally. That's just the luck of the drawer. So don't be hard on yourself because I know that it's, it is as tough. Um, and I think you just need to work out, you need to have a balance, what you're going to fill your time in because you need to keep yourself occupied, yeah. but it takes, it takes time. But it's in my view, I really love what I'm doing and I love the variety and the opportunities that are now coming to me by being patient. But yeah, just hang in there. And I think it is really important to have a mentor, somebody you can talk to that you trust that when you're having a bad day and it's and you you just haven't you're just not getting that connectivity yeah. or just not getting the board positions, having someone to talk to. Yeah, that fit is really important on a lot of levels. Like it's got to be a good fit for you. Like some people get so flattered to be offered a role that they'll take the first role that they get. It might not be aligned with their values, with their passions, with their interests. It might not have the right people on the board that they can connect with and have a good dynamic with. Um, and so you've got to be careful of that flattery. You've got to have a lot of intention at the beginning about what roles do I want to work in? What's my career plan? You know, what are my values? And then once you get offered that board, even if the, the organization fits on paper, you've got to look at the people on that board as well because you, you're going to be working with them on some really sticky conversations. There's going to be a lot of conflicts and stuff not not people conflict but business conflicts that you're going to be managing through I, I agree Sally and the other important thing is once you get on that board you're normally on that board somewhere between three and nine years so mm -hmm. this isn't 
it doesn't look you can perhaps once or twice get off if, if it doesn't fit but it does not look good if you oh hang on I've got made a mistake here the other piece of advice that I've actually it was an aha moment for me this is my journey this is because some people will say oh you need to start where you where you want to be on the ASX. Well, I don't, I've worked out what I think my portfolio should look like. This is my journey. And that's the advice I'd give to everyone is go with what's right for yourself. It's your journey. It's not someone else's journey. And there is no right or wrong answer. And I've seen some non-executive directors that have been very intentional about working in voluntary roles. You know, this is about their give back proposition. It's, it's how they find balance or, uh, contribution mm. in their life and because they're so passionate about those things that they support those causes they do such a wonderful job they're inspiring to work with they're highly engaged and they get recommended for the big paid roles when they come up so not not necessarily going out there to earn the money but that's where you might end up just by doing a really good job yeah and it's all about relationships. I've had opportunities, other opportunities, because of other boards and things that I've been on. So Infrastructure Partnerships Australia is a not-for-profit, for example. Yeah. But I would also give the advice, some, some, and there's a lot of unconscious bias out there on a lot of boards, but so some boards won't look at you if you're doing too much voluntary work because you haven't got time. So it's, it's just trying to get that balance right. And that's why I've realised it is my journey and I've got to work out what's right for me. Yeah. Now, Sandra, it wouldn't be fair to let you go without hearing your quote on diversity and inclusion because it's absolutely gold. Um, can you share that with us before we, yeah. we finish today? I have a really strong view that if you have an inc inclusive culture, you will create diverse thinking. And I, I strongly believe that. That's a beautiful quote. I'm, I'm going to actually post that today. I think it's wonderful and inspiring. Thank you so much for your time today. Enjoy your non-executive director journey. Please come back and tell us how you're going and what you're doing whenever, whatever that little iron in the fire is. We'd love to know. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Sally. Thanks for the opportunity and good luck to all of you out there. You've been listening to Insider Insights with Sally Parrish. Insider Insights is the place to meet non-executive directors and go inside their boardroom to learn from their experience. We hope you've discovered some great learnings today that you can apply to your board role. We look forward to your company on the next episode of Insider Insights.